David Hooper, Build a Big Podcast here. On the last couple of episodes, I've been talking about pod decks. It's like a deck of cards. On the deck I've got, each one of these cards has a question. On the last episode, I talked to Dave Jackson of the School of Podcasting. On this episode, I thought it would be fun to take those exact same questions that I asked Dave, ask them to somebody different, and see where you can go with pod decks and where you can go by asking the same kind of maybe off the wall questions to see where that would go as far as driving an interview in a different way or to see what people thought about it and just get another opinion. So I did both of those things on this episode. This is Larry Roberts. Larry has a podcast called Readily Random. It's a great podcast, readilyrandom.com. And here is my interview where I secretly replace the questions I would normally ask a guy like Larry Roberts with the questions of the interview deck, second edition from pod decks with me today. <laughs> I just forgot. I had a brain fart, dude. <laughs> you're, not, you're laughing. I was like, what's Larry's last name? Larry Roberts. <laughs> I don't have my notes. This is how dependent I am on notes. All right. I'm going to leave that in with me today. Larry Roberts, the podcast readily random and Larry, I got something I, I want to just kind of test out with you here. I hadn't told you what this is. This is something for podcasters that a lot of people are talking about, but you are a podcaster that does an interview format podcast. And I think you're a good guy to be my guinea pig for this. You up for it? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. What's your worst roommate or house guest story? You you want me to tell this story, David? <laughs> Absolutely. There's a reason I brought you on here. Well, uh, probably a good friend of mine from high school came over. Uh, we watched some fights, got liquored up. He slept in my kid's room, and in the middle of the night, he wandered through the house buck naked. Oh, so that was, uh, <laughs> woke us up, and there he was in all his glory. All right. So follow-up question. How old were you when this happened? <laughs> Probably about 41. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. What's the dumbest way you've been injured? Oh, I was climbing a rope is probably the dumbest way. I was, I was acting stupid, climbing a rope, trying to get up into a tree, and the rope snapped. And uh, somehow I cut my eye on the rope. I got like a rope burn on my eye as, <laughs> as I fell. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Okay, and how old were you? Well, at least there I was in my teens, so I, I have some, you know, some, something to stand on there. <laughs> What's the funniest place you've ever fallen asleep? Oh, at work. Easy. <laughs> yeah, work uh, multiple times. All right, don't, don't, don't leave out the details. Oh, it's just all it is is, you know, I, I would be at my desk and just this overwhelming sense of boredom would would hit me and the boredom would then lead to sleepiness. And, and I was tired and my head would just fall down real slow. And then I'd get woken up by Larry, Larry, wake up. <laughs> and it was so much. I did it so frequently that it became known. I, I was known for sleeping uh, at my desk and I had to do something to make that not so known. So uh, it didn't exactly reflect negatively on me and my reviews, you know? When I was in high school, you know, you've got periods in high school, fifth period, sixth period. Sure. A girl in the period before us had fallen asleep in history class. So we walk in 
for the next period, for our period in history class. And the teacher's like, shh, 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 don't say anything. <laughs> in the middle of our class, this woman wakes up, girl, we're probably 15 years old. And she looks around. She's obviously like stunned, right? It's not her class. Right. She has an oh shit moment. Everybody busts out laughing and she runs out of the room humiliated. And we thought it was the funniest thing ever. These days, I think I would look at it a little bit differently, maybe be more compassionate because I know what it's like to be bored to death or just be tired <laughs> as hell. <laughs> right, but, right. But it's a, a memorable moment. So I'm going to tell you why I'm asking you these questions. This is from something called Poddex and poddex.com okay. is the website. I think it's an interesting way to build rapport with a guest, potentially. It's a little bit off the beaten path. It's not the kind of thing that you would normally talk about on your podcast, perhaps. Just kind of random stuff. Although you do have a podcast called Readily Random. It's slightly a fit. Yeah, yeah. It could be a fit. But what I was thinking, I'm curious your opinion on it. It could be a way to build rapport. It could be a, a fun segment of a podcast. What do you think about that? When I ask you those questions, do you think that it's something that you would use for your podcast or that you'd be interested in answering as a guest? I've seen something similar used uh, in the past where people just make up questions to either end the interviews with or even open the interviews with, as you said, more of an icebreaker type scenario. That's just, yeah. for me personally, I, I don't like the structured question you know, I, I'm more of just a off the cuff, let's have a conversation. And then as the conversation builds, I'll make jokes or puns off of however the conversation is going. Yeah. Not many people do that, though, because, well, uh, they like more structure. You know, like we were coming on just a minute ago. You forgot my name, which was rough. Uh, but the thing is... <laughs> You needed your notes, and many people need their notes. Yeah. And if you are in that position where you're not as um, uh, quick on your feet, here I am trying to think of quick on your feet, uh, and I can't even think of it because I'm not being very quick. But uh, if you don't have that conversational vibe and you need a little kicker, I don't think it's a bad deal at all. Yeah, I, I think it is something that you would need to think about as far as how you're working in your podcast. You know what I like about it is I think it shows the humanity of it. So many times as a guest or we have those guests, people go into that robot mode. Like you talk about that structure. Mm -hmm. Here's the story. Here's how I lost my job. The five-story walk-up. I had a cat. I was living in this kind of lifestyle. And it kind of gets robotic. I think this is definitely one of those things that it's sort of a shocker. It's like, what? <laughs> what did you just ask me? It can definitely help bring their guard down, you know, with the guests, especially if they're tense a lot of new people are going on podcasts these days and they're not real sure how to conduct themselves on a podcast, which leads their answers to be pretty tense and pretty robotic as well. And a question like this or a couple of questions like this could very well help them relax and get into the conversation mode. One of the things that we do all the time in audio, and it's usually in a situation where you come into a studio with an engineer there and he's doing a mic check. Mm-hmm. What did you eat for breakfast? It's a silly story that anybody can answer. That's the reason that he asked it. And it might be boring, but it's just to get a mic level. It's so interesting, though, to hear those same questions week after week after week. I think as somebody who's sitting there, voyeur, perhaps, watching as other people are having this conversation. I wonder, though, if for a listener, you know, maybe that would work. Maybe that would work. Like, oh, this is kind of weird. It's kind of the behind the scenes. Maybe it's a way just to do mic checks and uh, a fun way to get people to loosen up. 
It's a great way for you, like you pointed out there, for for getting your levels uh, lined up. But uh, I wonder as a listener if it would get redundant uh, using the same questions over and over. I don't know, but the, uh, you call this a pod deck? Is that what you call it? It's called pod deck, and it is, it's a deck of cards. And I've just okay. got a few that I picked up at a podcasting event. They had them laying out. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to test this on people, see what what you think, but card deck, 52 cards. I don't know how many are in the deck. Sure. It would take you a minute to go through them. I would think certainly you could just go through a random list of questions in Toastmasters. For example, they have what they call table topics that anybody can speak about. You could lead with something like that. I think you've got to have the skill set to get back on topic. That's where some podcasters might get lost and it might seem kind of off base if you didn't have that skill, but it's an opportunity for you to work on that skill. Sure. And instead of coming to a hard stop with these questions, now, thank you for joining us now for X, you know, whatever it may be, uh, making those transitions and having those transitional phrases that are a little difficult at times. You know, I have experience at Toastmasters myself and the table topics was always great to make you think on your feet and make you come up with a, a logical response or conversation and transition from one topic to another. So if you don't have that experience, uh, it can be difficult. Sure. I like that it made you appear human instantly when you talk about injuring yourself, climbing a rope or a guy you let into your house that perhaps you shouldn't have. <laughs> I mean, even the, the little nuance of like, yeah, I had a kid <laughs> that ups the ante, you know, it does. And like I said, it brings you around it, both. I think the host and the guest have an opportunity to kind of find their groove before they start talking about the actual subject matter that the guest is there for. And anything that can help establish that and help take away that edge of, I don't know this person, but I'm supposed to talk to them just like they're my best friend. That's a lot of pressure for some people. And if you have that pressure, using a tool like this could be very effective in helping you out there. So it's poddex.com, P-O-D-D-E-C-K-S.com. If you're interested in that, they've got a few of these decks. This is from the interview deck second edition, poddex.com. And Larry, let's talk about Readily Random. Readilyrandom.com. If you want to hear more from Larry, it's conversational, but you're asking the questions on this podcast. Yeah, it's definitely more of a conversational based. Many people would refer to it as interview, but it's definitely less step-by-step -step asking questions or having a list of questions to ask the guest and much more of, okay, tell me about how things are going. And then spontaneously reacting to the guest and carrying on a conversation. It's a lot different than just asking a simple question and having the redundant answer and asking a question and the redundant answer, because we don't necessarily know where the conversation is going to go. We know where it's going to end up eventually. We just don't know the route we're going to take to get there. And that spontaneity and that sort of dynamic conversation makes it a lot more interesting than your average everyday interview show, at least in my opinion. Yeah. And, and that's what we're talking about here is how to make your guests seem more human, somebody that your audience can connect better with. And also you seem more human as well. So readilyrandom.com, Larry, um, what's your, uh, Roberts. There we go. Readilyrandom.com. Larry, thanks for being here on Build a Big Podcast. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. There it is. The final installment of my Poddex experiment. This one with Larry Roberts of Readily Random, readilyrandom.com. If you want more info on what Larry's doing to find out the kind of questions and stories that he has on his podcast. If you want more from Poddex, you can get your own. Poddex.com is the website. 
You might have heard Dave Jackson talk about this on the previous episode. There's more than just the deck that I've got. I've got interview deck second edition, so I know there's at least a first edition. And Dave has used some of the other decks that he's got available. You can check them all out, poddecks.com. And to check me out, make sure you never miss an episode of Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters, where I talk about growing your podcast, building a bigger audience, spreading your message, making more money with your ideas. Go to bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. You'll see all the podcasts that I do. The black and white one, Build a Big Podcast, that is at the top. How do you listen to your podcast? iPhone, got a button for you. Android, got a button for you. RSS, I've got a button for you. One click is all it takes to never miss an episode of Build a Big Podcast. That's at bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Thank you for being part of this experiment. Thank you for listening to Build a Big Podcast. And I will see you on the next episode.